welcome back. This is a Monday afternoon. You are on the muster on Hokanui as we go and catch up with Dean Ravage, Glenham Farmer. Dean, good afternoon. How's things? Good afternoon, Andy. Yeah, things are very good today. Sun's out and a bit of a breeze, so drying out some of that moisture that we had over the over the previous week. Just puts a wee bit of a spring in your step without wanting to coin a phrase at the moment, though, doesn't it? A bit of blue sky makes a big difference. Yeah, the motivation levels have certainly picked up for sure. So um, not the same old, same old getting into wet weather gear drag and all, the, all that extra mud and round the brakes with you. So it's um, very nice indeed. How's everything looking anyway? Uh, yeah, uh, pretty much same old story. Every time I talk to you, sort of fine line, uh, fine week or a wet week will have a pretty big impact on how things pan out for the rest of the winter. But um, yeah, not too bad with scanning hoggets tomorrow, so that'll be interesting. And then we'll probably start kicking into some pre-lamb vaccinations because it's sort of only fortnight away from starting to spread some years out for lambing. So yeah, all go. How are your covers looking? Uh, they're never as good as what you want them to be. Um, yeah, just like I said, another fine a fine week of 10 days would, would be magic. Um, I see there's some better temperatures forecast for the rest of the week, and the days are certainly getting longer. So, yeah, I think grass covers will be right. Well, they're going to have to be. Well, they're looking at double digits all this week. We've got an overnight low of 10 degrees on Thursday evening with a high of 15, a couple of 15s in there. Um, I think after the last couple of weeks, you'd take that, wouldn't you? Any day, for sure. Hey, Dean, governments to the... Once again, we're having to learn about basically a government stuffing things up because the cost of living payment, hurrah, it's out today. Anybody earning under 70k will be getting um, a notification by cell phone or, or by email saying you're getting three payments, which will total up to oh, 350 bucks or something like that. But the concern is a lot of this is going to be wasted. Apparently, a lot of people overseas who worked in New Zealand briefly are eligible for this payment, and it doesn't sound as though it's going to be chased up. What an absolute nutcase. Yeah, it's uh, just a joke, to be honest, Andy. I don't think the country's economy is in any shape to be um, having another lolly scramble, especially with the way that inflation's increasing. So it's just um, incomprehensible, I think. So Somebody told me one day that if you can't justify something financially, just call it a hobby and do it anyway. So, oh, to be honest, I think the New Zealand economy is a hobby for Grant Robinson. Well, just for the government in general, though, it was interesting. Um, Jack Tame on Q&A yesterday, it was one of his better interviews I've given. He's He's been accused of sitting on the fence or being, you know, not really asking the questions. But talking to Jacinda Ardern yesterday, he was really good. He was pushing his questions across. But the concern was the Prime Minister just didn't answer. And you, you don't want that. You want someone who's going to be upfront, transparent, and actually give you answers that you need to hear. Yeah, well, we've had five years of waffle and pure incompetency, so um, the lack of answers just doesn't surprise me anymore. It's just what we've become used to, and it's good to see that a lot of people are starting to see through the the crap that we've had to put up with. Um, Overseas media are really digging the boot in now, which is great. So, yeah, bring on the election and hoping for a change, eh? It's interesting the perception she has overseas, especially on Australia these days, I suppose depending on which news outlet you listen to, but they're highly scathing of her, aren't they? Oh, it's hard not to be, though, isn't it, really? <laughs> um, yeah, anybody with a bit of business acumen or common sense or, yeah, should be able to see past all the, all the smiles and, and um, fake answers and just, yeah, call it for what it is. 
I think the big concern, though, as primary producers is that she's never actually come out and given, you know, actually said how well New Zealand agriculture has done for our economy. I think for a lot of people, they, they may rise her estimation of her just a little bit, if it, even if it is there. If she came out and she said to New Zealand farmers, thank you for the job you're doing, and actually been a bit more personable towards rural New Zealand, because it just doesn't come across that way. And I think that's the frustrating part about it with this government. And for what's gone on for the last couple of years, recognition, you could argue, is needed. Yeah, exactly. The only time we've got close to any good recognition from the PM is during the lockdowns when it's obvious that agriculture is the only thing that's um, getting the books remotely looking like to balance. So, um, yeah, but hey, we're, we're quite happy doing what we're doing. We we know how much the sector contributes to the economy and um, we're quite happy just plugging away, doing what we do best, really. You will just touch on that briefly as well. We'll sidetrack a wee bit. The foot and mouth outbreak in Aussie, Dean. Um, what are your thoughts on this as far as New Zealand's um, having to go into a bit more of a precautionary status at the borders because of it? Uh, look, it scares the shit out of me, to be honest, Andy, to the point where you just almost try not to think about it because if it does come in, like, it's um, the impacts are huge. It, it is, the country would just be brought to its knees. Um, we think we're in bad shape at the moment financially with the economy the way it is, but it's nothing compared to what would happen if it did um, get in. But, hey, I'm, I'm full of confidence that the the border security people will be doing a really good job. The only thing that did concern me was that Pato Williams was in charge of it. <laughs> yeah, that's a fair call, actually. Not exactly known for the most up-and-get-going minister, is she? No, no. Um. Righto, mate. We've got the Com Games, Commonwealth Games happening at the moment. Um, from your perspective, is it grabbing your attention? Because the Olympic cycle, Commonwealth Games, um, you've got two years in between. Obviously, COVID's changed things around a wee bit. But uh, New Zealand's not doing too badly, but it's taken a while to warm into it, I reckon. Yeah, it's, sort of, it's come around quickly, really, I suppose. Um, it is good to see people doing doing well. Uh, obviously, the cyclists have been the stars so far, so their program's obviously going really well. Um, but disappointing with the rugby, obviously. But, yeah, there's still... Yeah, I just can't quite get as excited about it as perhaps like the Olympics or the World Champs because all the big guns, both the states and all the Europeans, aren't exactly there. So it's pretty hard to sort of get a, a yardstick of just how well people are going. But I guess all we can... Well, I think... As long as athletes are doing a PB, I think that's all we can ask. It's interesting, though. I understand what you're saying, and I'm inclined to agree. But if you get, like, Sir Lewis Clearbert, for example, in the swimming, uh, Corbin Strong, Invercargill guy, won gold overnight as well. Great result. Um, if they do happen to beat these Australians who are the world champs or record holders or whatever, you can argue them perhaps um, their relevance is still in place because they're beating the best of the best. Although, like you say, the big nations aren't there, but there's still a lot of big guns nonetheless. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, it goes back to setting records and, and PBs. I think that's, that's probably the true indicator. Like, we could be winning a gold medal, but we could be sort of four or five seconds off, off world record time or um, what some other times we've been set in the world so far this year. So, yeah, it, it, it's still good. Still good to see athletes uh, performing well, and um, they obviously work bloody hard to get to where they are and deserve the recognition. But, yes, yeah, from a spectator point of view, it's just a wee bit hard to get too excited about it. Just finally, mate, just briefly, Stags, how are we going to go this year? We start next Sunday against Tasman. 
Um, I think it'll be very similar to last year, to be honest, Andy. Uh, close for 60 minutes. Um, I'd like to see them get a few more wins under the belt, and I think there'll be a lot of effort going to make sure they do. But, um, yeah, some pretty impressive squads out there. It's going to be a, a tough fight. Bring on MPC. I love it. Hey, Dean, thanks for your time as always, mate. No worries, Andy. Thank you. Dean Ramage there, farming at Glenham. Uh, yeah, Stag starting next uh, Sunday against Tasman, who they played pre-season. Lost 33-19 in Christchurch on Friday afternoon. But by all accounts, um, a few promising signs. We're Stags fans. We live in hope. Up next on the muster, we are catching up with Thomas O'Brien up at Garston. Oh,